TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Welcome to the show. Dallas Cowboys after trailing in the fourth quarter. I would say escape with a win. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It was back and forth last night between the Cowboys and the Seahawks. A game a lot tighter than definitely Vegas expected. That ended up being like a 10 point spread or nine and a half or something. And... This was really down to the wire. And in fact, a couple more plays from the Seattle side and a few better play calls maybe from the Seattle side. And Dallas is crying this morning. Yeah, it was really surprising to see Dallas's defense implode like that because you think of the stars on that defense. I, I, I said to myself during the game, they have two top five defensive player of the year candidates in Micah Parsons and Deron Bland. And yet, they can't stop anybody right now. So what does that mean moving forward? That's one question I don't think people are asking today. Everyone's celebrating Dak Prescott looking like an MVP. But did we see holes that can be exploited? I think one issue is you could run on the Cowboys. And that's what, if I was playing them, that's what I would do. Because Micah Parsons is a menace as a pass rusher. But it seems like if you start going downhill against him, you can do some stuff. Well, and once Zach Charbonnet left the game, it yep. was harder for the Seahawks. Like, the run game, and that wasn't perfect, especially in the first half. But it was starting to be effective. I mean, you have to give the Cowboys credit. Hold Seattle to 0 for 3 on fourth down. Uh, but Seattle, 9 for 14 on third down. I mean, yep. they were effective last night. And that offense. Gino was fire. I mean, he was making so many big plays, but actually neither defense could stop anybody yeah, on third true. down, and they got a 35. lot of help from the officials. Oh, I mean, don't get me started on the officials with 19 total penalties called in this game. It was 10 on the Seahawks, 9 on the Cowboys. It was over three. It was like 300 yards of penalty. It, it was just insane. But the question this morning is, do these Cowboys feel different? Does it feel different with the Cowboys this year? I say yes because I've watched them lose this game a lot. I I feel like I've watched Dallas be one of the hot teams, come in with a lot of hype, come in as a big favorite in a regular season game, and then have a letdown. And this was a game they actually managed to pull out almost in spite of their head coach who was making boneheaded Mm. decisions at the end of the game. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is very similar to the last two years where they do some very impressive things in the regular season. I'm sorry to do this. They have to show me in the postseason. Dak has to do that drive, the couple of drives he had last night. Do that in San Francisco in January. Do it in Philly. Do it against a top, top team because that's where they've fallen short. So to me, it's it's almost the same exact team as the last two years. If you are inclined to want to watch what we look like today, where you can do that is youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio, because we are paying off a show bet today. And uh, I am dressed as a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Perloff is dressed as a Bills fan. And EJ is dressed as a Patriots fan. 
because our boss said so. You really didn't have anything to do with the bet, yet now you are in a Matthew Slater jersey looking like a sad clown. Well, part of the reason you look like a sad clown is you are so in the dumps over this. You look depressed. <laughs> yeah, you are depressed. I've never seen I mean, you this I am down. depressed. Not looks depressed. <laughs> I am depressed. Well, it's I, just a jersey, dude. Well, No, the hatred that I have for the Patriots in my heart is 100% real. I, I actually agree with EJ. Now, you and I dressing up as each other's fans, like, you know, like, for example, I can show you. I actually am wearing a T-shirt of a Philadelphia Eagles t-shirt that Perloff's mom bought me a yeah. year ago. So Carol hooked me up with this t-shirt. I was like, all right, cool. I don't have like a super hatred of the Eagles, mm. although it's growing by the day. But <laughs> if you were if you were forcing me to wear a Patriots jersey as a Bills fan or a Dolphins jersey or Jets jersey, I would just be repulsed. You and I, while our faces are painted yeah. ridiculously, you especially, when you put on my Bills wig... Mm. You look like, as some of the chat says, someone who I may have woken up with yeah. one night. It's like you, it's a weird look. It looks sloppy. But <laughs> yeah, I have, you're exactly right. I have no issue at all with the Buffalo Bills. They're a cute little plucky team from the AFC. No, no emotional connection. Now, I have to admit, the, I'm a little with EJ. The Patriots evoke some yes. form of hatred from everybody. Yes, exactly. There's something about the Patriots that is really tough to handle. And they have. They definitely have the ugliest uniform. And you know what I think makes it worse for me? And now I'm getting my New York bag a little bit. But growing up in New York City as a millennial, what I saw was so many fake Fugazi football fans who cared nothing about football, nothing about the NFL, who saw the rise of the Patriot dynasty and decided as New Yorkers, forget the Giants, forget the Jets. I'm a Patriots fan. Like, mm. this, I'm wearing Zach Gelb's jersey. Zach Gelb, shout out to Zach Gelb. Specifically Gelb's. about Zach Gelb. Yeah, I, uh, maybe I'm throwing a <laughs> shot to him. He, thank you for the jersey, Zach, but I'm sorry you fall on this list too. All these millennials who, when they were kids, saw mm. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick cheating their way to four, five, six, seven championships. Now the Patriots fans. The fact that I am not one of them, even for four hours, makes me sick. That is so weird to me. Zach's the only one I know. Are there other people who adapt the Patriots? Oh, yes. Because well, I, I mean, people love winners. I mean, we're talking about the Dallas Cowboys. The yeah. reason Dallas is America's team is because they were successful in the 70s and the 90s, and everyone was watching them on TV. It's the yes. same thing. That's what I know. Every 10 kids in the neighborhood, nine were Eagles fans, and one was a Cowboys fan growing yeah. up. And I, I thought it was still the same way. I, I thought people adapt the Cowboys. I mean, I feel like... Even I though mean, they don't win. I feel like here in New York, like... That whole thing, and there is still Cowboys fans, yeah. here, but I think that has now been applied to the Patriots, at least for my generation. Got it. And it's and and, and then I'm getting my sad boy bag too. Yeah. Like you're growing up, and you got you know your crushes in high school and middle school, and you're a Jets fan, and because all the girls love Tom Brady, they're all Patriots <laughs> fans, and like, oh no, I root for the Patriots, and it's like, what you root for the Patriots? What are we doing here? Oh, well, Tom Brady's cute. Wow. Yeah. Like, Tell him Tom Brady ain't walking through that door. Yeah, he ain't walking through that door, ladies. I'm sorry, but yeah. also like. You're, so go, you're going to the dance with yeah, Jeff, all right? So, Don so Brady's many, not walking through that door. There's right. so many pent-up frustrations that come with... You're getting Bailey Zappy walking through that door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you're going home with Zappy. So are kids today, are they all becoming Chiefs fans? Like, I think there's a lot of now, Chiefs. Be yes. Massive Chiefs nation. Just, it's all Mahomes That's and maybe well, Kelsey. And the, well, the success, too. I mean, they've been Definitely. to Super Bowls, so... I, I Mahomes, there are a lot of great quarterbacks, but I think you have to get to the highest level. Oh, there's a lot of Josh Allen love. I know they didn't, they haven't won yet, but they kind of got pre-anointed after the 13 seconds Josh Allen's game. big. I see. I always thought the Patriots were a little bit like the San Antonio Spurs in the sense that they played when you actually step back a very boring form of football. I mean, mm-hmm. Bill Belichick's Effective, first efficient. Yeah, they won with special teams. They won a Super Bowl 13-3. 
I would never pick a, a neutral fan picking the Patriots makes no sense to me. And they cheated. Yeah, I mean, add that. If you're in the chat, either chat, YouTube or Twitch, uh, if you'd be so kind as to hit subscribe, it really does help us out, and it's very easy. Just bing right there. Drew Walsh says Maggie should have to dress up twice for the trouble she caused trying to back out of the bed. Definitely. That, well, that feels that feels like a, a fair payoff for this. Bogish did kind of, he said before he came in, he goes, I mean, you called this a push. That's how I tried to get out of the bed and null and void. He goes, isn't it kind of a push? Like, you're all dressing up. Instead of it being a push, null and void the bet, it was a push, and I took everyone down this, with this was yeah, like yeah. A, It's like a negotiation. Like, you ask for the moon, so you come in saying, <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing it because it's a push, even though it's ridiculous, knowing that, okay, I, I'll negotiate myself down to everybody dressing up. Well, I don't know if it was a negotiation, more of a top-down. Well, our boss came in and said, you better dress up. <laughs> Somehow I think you. this was the result that you were looking for. No, I mean, yeah, but if the Bills, here's what I have to say. If the Bills made the playoffs and they covered, would you be happy after the game? No, of course not. You lost. You lost the game. The Bills lost. I don't know how they lost that game, by the way. That's still kind of weird. Because <laughs> yeah. they had every chance to beat the Eagles. They lost. I'm going to take off my face paint. This is ridiculous. Tom Hackett is in the chat, says, I'll only keep watching if Perloff puts the wig back on. Uh, okay. I he have, took it off because it's, it's so itchy. It's a four-hour show. I have to be judicious about this wig. And <laughs> Tom is a little... I've been reading Tom's comments. He's a little uh, yeah. a little into me in a wig, a little too into me, maybe. Perloff in a wig has opened up a new portal for giving, a lot of these giving people. Giving some sexy Halloween vibes over there, yeah, Perloff. Yeah. Sloppy Halloween. Tom is very <laughs> clear. In his 20s, sexy he, woke, he woke up to many a person in a long blue wig. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh... Listen, no judgment over here. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, okay, question about since the Dallas Cowboys did win, um, they keep this going, right? They keep this up. Again, That the first time this season they've beaten a team with an over 500 record, barely, because now the Seahawks well, now go they to 6-6. Six six, I know. Yeah. And going into the game had above 500 record. Let's get technical. And, you know, Dak is, is playing really well. Are they the hottest team in the NFL right now? Well, yes, because it's Friday after a Thursday game that they won. But no, I think the Niners are the hottest team. Here's the, the other thing about the Cowboys. Is their real tests are coming up in the next few weeks. They go to Buffalo, to Miami, and they host Philadelphia. Then if they could beat those teams, I'll give them the hottest team. But right now, I, I just I think the other hot teams, who are the other teams? Well, the Philly Niners, has won five straight. Right. Philly has won five straight, but they're taking on water all over the field. Yeah, so I would not put Philadelphia as no. the hottest team right now. I don't yeah. think they've played their best game yet. I think it's San Francisco. San Francisco, but they've only won three in a row. You know, they're still coming off of that three-game losing streak, and then they went into the bye. They've looked dominant out of the bye, though. They've looked very, very good. Yeah, because they got healthy. And then who's the other option? The Denver Broncos guys, who have won five in a row after starting the season one and five. They're now at six and five on the season. And listen, depending on what happens with the Colts and some of the AFC North teams, I mean, the Denver Broncos are look like they are careening towards a playoff berth. Yeah, but are they the hottest team? I mean, you can't average three and a half yards per play over a five-game span and be the hottest team. They are, they, I'm sorry, they're winning with smoke and mirrors. And look who they beat. They Wait beat, a minute. Hold they're on. winning with smoke and mirrors. Okay. And they're, they're good coaching and solid play for Russell Wilson, but this cannot, this formula cannot beat a good team. Okay, but the Dallas Cowboys are beating bad teams. Not last night. Yeah, Seahawks I'm were representative. Aware of that. I'm very well aware. And of people that. think that they are the hottest team in the league, and that they're you know a amazing rocket ship you know to the second round of the playoffs. 
But I think for Denver, I don't think it's smoke and mirrors. I think that it's figuring out how to win with Russ at this stage of Russ's mm-hmm. career, and mm-hmm. the defense is finally playing well. Yeah, but okay, look at the quarterbacks they've faced. Okay, they did beat Josh. Last week, it was Dorian Thompson-Robinson and P.J. Walker. The week before that, it was a brand-new Josh Dobbs, I believe, who didn't even know the playbook. Then the struggling Bills, and then a dying, sick, flu-like Patrick Mahomes and Jordan Love. And they've won these games by a combined... <laughs> before, before last week's 29-12 win, they had won every game by one or two points. You really think that they can keep this up? I love how you take Patrick Mahomes' illness. And, and every time we talk about this, just gets worse and worse. He, he was coffee up a lung, Maggie. He was under the weather, and now Perloff has him on his deathbed uh, with yeah, dysentery. By, by, next, by next hour, he's going to be <laughs> saying you know, his, uh, his th- goodbyes to his family and loved yes. ones and Taylor Swift. Yes, <laughs> they were reading his last rites, and he was uh, you know on life support. He played in the game. I know he was not feeling well, but he was not, you know... That's and people it. are crediting Sean Payton. Does this look like Sean Payton's Saints to you at all? Like they, It looks like the exact opposite. Russell Wilson is just being very, very careful. They will not open him up. At some point, we're going to have to see them in a in a high-scoring game, and I don't know if they can do it. I, with the run game, and I don't think you need Russ to cook right now. You don't need that. No. And they're not going to allow that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. If they had a taste <laughs> of hill, maybe it would look a little but bit But that's more what like I mean by they don't feel hot to me. They feel like they're finding ways to win. When I think of hot teams, I think of San Francisco and Dallas, to yep. a certain extent, Dallas just laying down the hammer on you. The Broncos feel like they escape with these wins. And that and this is a big game against the Texans. It's almost a quasi-playoff entry game this weekend. And then I think that this is a real test for me. Uh, in the chat, they're saying, what about the Dolphins? Uh, I mean, you lost that game in Germany to the Chiefs. You beat the Raiders. You beat the Jets. The Dolphins are very good. The defense, their defense has really come on. And obviously, you know, the offense can turn it up whenever they want. I don't think about them as being one of the hottest teams. No, in the league, no, because they haven't played anybody. But that's a real interesting thing. I think we have no idea how good the Miami Dolphins are. They haven't beaten a good team. They're a little bit like Dallas, yep. but even worse. Do they measure up in the AFC? That honest, I think it's really hard to tell. You've watched them a lot. Do they seem elite like KC is elite? Um, yes, but again, it's like, yes, they do. However, it's tough because how much do you have to grade on a curve because of the competition? And then do you throw out that Kansas City game because it happened in Germany? Like, I don't know what to yeah. do with the, with the Dolphins. I think the only good thing is we're not talking about Tua's health. And that's I know. very positive for them. By the way, all these teams we mentioned, pretty healthy. You're... Cowboys Super Bowl pick, yeah. pretty healthy. Niners are pretty healthy now. How about in the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio, where Jerome Spencer says, Maggie looks like a dancer from the Michael Jackson Thriller song. I do. Oh. A little zom- I'm a zombie Eagles fan today. I feel <laughs> can you, like that. Can you do the dance? That was your wheelhouse a little bit. <laughs> My wheelhouse? What, the 80s? Um I cannot, but you and I are going to be singing later. Oh, boy. That's bad news. Do we have to print out the lyrics to these songs? I do. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I should know all the lyrics to Sweet Caroline, but I'm going to print them out anyway. So I'm doing Shout. People just sort of botch the lyrics famously (laughs) for that song and sing any old thing. Do I have to actually try to stick to the lyrics? Uh, Well, there's a Bill's version. So you've got to sing the Bills version, okay, which print, is print basically sung at every wedding in upstate and western New York. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And you have to do Fly Eagles Fly. And I do think you have to do something Rocky-like. To be an okay. Eagles fan, you have to celebrate okay. the oeuvre that is Rocky movies. I was thinking about Fly Eagles Fly. I don't even think Adele could make Fly Eagles Fly sound good. That song is so 
not conducive to, like, nobody sounds good singing this. What? Everybody sounds good singing Fly, this. Fly is awesome. No, yeah. but it's like, like, a, <laughs> like, you can't even, it's it's not like, um. It's not that I mean you can sing. Like pleasing to it's the a, ear. What are you talking it's about? It's like a, it's like a college marching band kind of yeah. song. Yeah, but without eighty thousand other people singing it with you, it really lacks, guys. I I was trying this in the mirror last night at home. It's you bad. can't exercise your Adele like <laughs> vocal cords on this one. No, absolutely not. Yeah, it is a little weird singing it alone. That I actually I'm not sure I've ever heard anyone do that. By the way, in the Twitch chat, uh, Lord Rex sixty nine says Maggie looks like she throws batteries at Santa. Yeah. I do. Today I do. And I f- I'm feeling the urge just by putting on... You think green is like yeah. a serene color? Not when you put on this Eagles crap. Uh, just to be clear, though, nobody ever threw batteries at Santa. They threw snowballs at Santa. They throw batteries at the opposing players. Uh, they saved the, they save those the for the Browns. Yeah, noted. Thank you. Yeah. You got to get this right. You yeah. Don't waste a battery on Santa Claus when you could be hitting the opposing <laughs> linebacker. Also, it's not a triple A. It's like a double D. <laughs> <laughs> Usually double D something else. Nah, this nah. is batteries. No, Eagles fans get a bad rap. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not earned at all. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Perloff said if I showed up right now at an Eagles tailgate, I'd be fighting guys off with a stick. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, yeah. I'd be uh, crushing right now. But you really would be fighting as well. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be fighting the women off just for the hell of it. <laughs> no, you'd be throwing some punches at some point because you'd be hammered at this point. Why well, would it's I already 7.15 Eastern. You'd be <laughs> drunk as a skunk if you were at an Eagles tailgate. We both are, uh, we just saw our boss, Spike Eskin, in the hall is like, we both kind of look like the night before. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, Like we went to a game last night and then we're just keeping it going through the morning. Yeah. Is there a Came row of porta potties I can run across? <laughs> I feel like I'm, something about this Bill's outfit wants me to cause trouble that will later go viral. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can see that. <laughs> just ketchup and mustard. Blah. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS 855-212-4227 Again, if you're in our Twitch chat, if you are in our YouTube chat, if you could hit subscribe Oh, we'd be so grateful. It seems like a small thing. It really does help what we do around here. Okay, coming up, you can weigh in. Who is the hottest team in the NFL right now? Plus, major major college football games starting tonight, y'all. Tonight. Oh my gosh. You're right. I know. We gotta take a nap today. Oh, boy. Pac-12 championship game. You can just keep your green uh, face paint on for the Oregon Ducks tonight. (laughs) Sure. I got the duck suit. Yeah, duck suit and the green face paint. That'd be quite the look. Too much. Uh, Also, quickly, it is Friday, so we will bring back celebrity NFL game picker today. We've got a really big celebrity and someone who is a, can I say, a diehard Seahawks fan. So we'll get to that later in the show. They'll be joining us live you're going to want to watch that as well. Okay, 855-2124-CBS. Hottest team in the NFL is? Well, you fill in the blank. 855-2124-227. Don't move. All right, let's take a look at who's got home field advantage this weekend in our NCAA football previews sponsored by Fairfield by Marriott. Fairfield by Marriott is the official hotel partner of the NCAA with over 1,000 locations around the country. You always have the home field advantage. Visit fairfield.com, marriott.com to book your stay. All right, it's championship weekend in college football. This is this might be the best championship weekend I remember. Uh, one game in particular with huge implications. The one-loss Oregon Ducks headed uh, to Vegas to take on Washington in the Pac-12 title game. Washington 13-0. They'll have to rely on Penix to Adunze versus an Oregon team who's killing people in their last five games. They won by a total of 142 points. This 
you know, I like that it's Friday night so I can spread out my college football watching. Yeah. I I like both teams. I'm a big I've always been an Oregon fan. I know I'm jumping on your bandwagon here. Yeah. But I I'm obsessed with the Penix to Roma Dunze combination. <laughs> I hope this is a 45-42 game just Bo Nix, Michael Penix going out on a bang with just touchdowns everywhere. Wouldn't that be so much fun? It would be. I just is I don't know if Penix is fully healthy. Is he like we don't What the Michael Penix has been limping for 6 years in college football <laughs> throwing bombs everywhere. <laughs> I even if, if he's standing, he's going to find a way to throw that cool lefty spiral 50 yards down the field. Yeah. Man, good point. Uh, can we hear a little sound, please? We get a little Dan Lanning talking about the Oregon coach, obviously, talking about the magnitude of tonight's game. That would be cut number nine, please, Ryan. We know this isn't a normal game. This isn't just another uh, game. Now, it's going to require normal preparation. It's going to normal uh, require you know normal execution. Um, but it isn't just a normal game. So I think you recognize the elephant in the room early on, communicate that with your players, and then say, okay, what are we going to do about it? I mean, I think that Oregon obviously has been circling this game since they lost to Washington earlier in the year in what was a phenomenal game that Oregon probably should have won that game or at least could claim they should have won that game. They had chances and could finish the job. I think this has been their number one focus since that happened. And for Washington, it kind of feels like they're hanging off the side of the boat, you know, sort of hanging on a little bit for dear life. I think these two teams come in just wildly different vibe, wildly different feeling, and I I think Oregon's going to win this one. Yeah, I mean, Vegas agrees with you in a big way. Uh, I hope it's a shootout, and I think Oregon's really good. The big question is, how would they match up? We saw Oregon against Georgia two years ago, and Georgia won 49-3. to How would they match up against the big schools? Because I don't know, beating Washington to me, Washington where they are right now, that doesn't say, oh, okay, Oregon will be a favorite in the Final Four. No, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, though. Like yeah. There is a path for Washington to pull off another upset here. There is a path. I mean, it's a, is it up to 10 points spread at this point? That's what I'm saying. The path is low-scoring game, obviously. Well, yeah, what? I know. <laughs> I know. How is that? L- lower, the path? lower scoring game. Well, limiting possessions for Bo Nix. I think that's and and Washington probably being able to just have the ball last. I don't I, know. I, I feel like they want to shoot out because that's what Washington does. Don't they want to repeat the same game from last last time where it was thirty six thirty three? Something like that. That's interesting idea because Washington they feel like they have to throw the ball on every down to me. So I can't, I can't see them slowing down this game. It's a really tough matchup. This could be fun. Friday at 8 o'clock is a weird time for a football game. I've always had trouble with this game. Remember USC-Utah last year? Yep. The Pac-12 has a way of shooting itself in the foot and not getting into the Final Four. I don't know what can happen that neither team gets in, <laughs> but if there's a route, they will find it. Well, there is a route where neither gets in, and I think there's a route where both get in. Ooh. Where both Washington Oregon. Is there a, I think there is a they path need a there. a lot of luck. No, but I think, it, I think it exists, though. Let me think about that while Andrew Bogus is here. Yeah, I don't think both can get in. I think there's a way that Oregon, that no, that neither get in. If Oregon wins. And Alabama wins, at, then we got a discussion. Yeah, or if Georgia and Michigan and Florida State and Texas win. Oh, see, I think Oregon would jump if Texas. Oregon's got a, if Oregon has a one-loss Competition with all those one-loss yeah. teams, is there a way that they don't get in? I think people like Oregon more than Texas. Am I mean, I, the, clearly the rankings do at yeah. the moment. Uh, yeah, if, 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 to me, if Florida State loses, Georgia holds serve, Michigan holds serve, Texas loses in the Big 12 championship, then you have an yeah. Ohio State versus Oregon 
conversation that may favor Oregon. They got to at least the conference championship game. They didn't lose. So Oregon, wait, but, no, no, Oregon's fine. They would they would jump Ohio State. Sorry, if they'd Washington, be I'm talking about Washington. Washington. Yeah, Washington, right. Washington over in a conversation. Ohio State. Yeah, and it's a Washington Ohio State conversation. Come which, on, yeah, but you know Ohio State always gets the benefit of the doubt, right? Yeah, but I think that you would say, look, Washington yeah. made it to their conference championship yeah. where you know, Ohio State didn't. Well, they, also, they basically played an extra yeah. game. And they have the better win over Oregon as yep. opposed to Ohio State's win over Notre Dame. Right. Right. And also last year they jumped. TCU made it even though they lost their conference title game exactly. to Kansas State. Right. There so is a precedent. precedent. Wow. You know, I you've told opened you, I my think, eyes. I think there is a way for both to get in. Now, I don't know. And you had Nick Saban yesterday saying it would be disrespect yeah. for no SEC team to get in. And, you know, I know he's lobbying out here, he's posturing, and I get that, but I agree with him, actually. If we're going to talk about Saturday, I agree with him. I think it would be disrespect not to put an SEC yeah, team in. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. If Alabama beats Georgia, can you imagine the committee not putting them in? That'd be crazy. But how do you leave Georgia out? Just leave them out. But what if Texas <laughs> wins as well? So you're done. I, you're deciding between Texas and Alabama. I you're going to switch the head-to-head? They said head-to-head means head-to-head. By the way, speaking of the SEC championship game, we are going to be hosting a virtual watch party for that game. Bogish is going to be there, chiming Scheduled in. Scheduled to appear. Scheduled to appear. Okay, good. We'll keep it. We'll keep everything yeah, soft ask, until ask ten before. By, there's an asterisk by his name. On yeah, the, on the, the card subject to change. Yeah. yeah, you only have between four and eleven o'clock. This game is going to take seven hours. Bogish, what's your excuse for all that? Yeah. Uh, we have double birthday parties. The kids won, and then my family's coming over in the, in the evening. So we got a lot going on with the Bogish nice. plan tomorrow. He'll be nice and sugared up yeah. uh it's same place you can watch the show normally youtube.com slash cbs sports radio twitch.tv slash cbs sports radio that's where you go we will be there tomorrow starting at four o'clock eastern time to watch the sec championship game uh we thought about doing the pac-12 championship game but we thought tomorrow we'll at least have the pac-12 title game yeah. to be reacting to and we'll have you know some more some more football will have been played. Oh, there's going to be so much to talk about because we'll have the Heisman race is amazing this yep. year. The Final Four, we can do our own little committee there. We can have some friends stop by. Uh, anybody who wants to come in and weigh in. Uh, my tortoise, the family pet, will make a guest appearance. Imagine the tortoise, if he saw you right now, he'd probably scurry right <laughs> right <laughs> he, out of the hallway. <laughs> no, Especially as you talked about dropping him from a skyscraper. Yeah, that was a couple weeks ago. That came out way wrong, by the way. That was, was the first time a Perloff's sister was breaking the necks of her chickens that she keeps in the but bed. But I, I if I ever had to put my tortoise out of his misery, how would I do it? Yeah, you take him to a farm upstate, you know, drop him off. Yes, on the this, side of the road with a little hobo tortoise, bag on it. This tortoise it, like, is a desert animal that cannot live <laughs> below 75 degrees. So I'm going like, to oh. let him die slowly of cold? No, we could take him like the next time we're on a trip. Like, take for him the to show. Texas. Yeah, take, take him Texas. to San Antonio. Oh, yeah, take him to San Antonio. That's what you were going to do. And you're going to let long, him off in the river. Who's going to give him his uh, dandelion greens? Wemby's carrying a lot of them. I'm sure he can <laughs> feed a turtle every now and then. Who's going to give his dandelion <laughs> <laughs> it's Tandy Light. I mean, if you guys really want to get dark. It's a great, I live right a great by, question. I live in New York City. Like, when when the first wave comes down, we're all, we're trying to get out of town real fast for the apocalypse. Yeah. You've been watching do, too much HBO. What do I do with Hermes? What do I do with the tourists? Do I take him with? Do I leave him here? I might have to just drop him from the balcony Listen. because put him out of his misery because he's never going to last no, look, in like a post apocalypse. Just world. like Man of Steel, where Pa Kent had the choice of just, you know, letting the dog. You know, die or going into the tornado to get the dog and making sure Clark didn't show his powers 
you, Perloff, have to save the turtle, even through the tornado, the apocalypse, whatever's happened, the turtle goes with you. Are it's you ama- speaking Japanese? <laughs> That's what a turtle. That? I have to be honest, it's amazing what you're saying. It amazes me, EJ, that you have a girlfriend because you are such a nerd and I Ryan love it. Ryan was nodding along and Everybody's, I'm like, you both take this language. Everybody's oh. watched Man Wait, of Steel. Wait, is this the one, the cartoon with the dog of steel? No. Because no. I saw that it's one. The, it was great. It's the, Super one, the first Henry Cavill one. Okay, can I just point out that you have to explain which Superman origin movie we're talking about <laughs> is the problem. Man of Steel. It's the no. third one with Henry Cavill. No, that is the problem. It's really only dripping two, with disdain. It's really Come only on. like two real modern day origin stories, but we can get no, into no. that. There's on Christopher another... Reeve as Superman. It right. starts and, be, and ends there. That's it. No, then you had Henry Cavill and he we did, did Man of Steel. Nope. And Pa Kent saves a dog in a tornado because he's saying Pa Kent like at the face. He puts his hand up like this. <laughs> That's what he is. He's Pa Kent. He's a, he's a Smallville, Kansas, good gentleman. People, Kevin Costner, by the way, great actor. People in the chat very confused. They think the tortoise is having a birthday party. They can't figure out what the hell's going on. Now, Man of Steel is involved. We're wearing face paint today. We're paying off bets. We look ridiculous. What else we got? We're gonna be singing fight songs later. Yeah. I got Sweet Caroline. That's not quite a fight song, yeah, right, I guess. Yeah. A little different. <laughs> a little more celebratory. It's a little more Even dr- though, which is probably great because I'm in a, not in a celebratory mood wearing this jersey. It's like a last call at the bar kind of. Yeah. Uh, that kind of fight song. Uh, Bogish has some headlines. Good morning. <laughs> the uh, Seattle Seahawks arrived in Dallas for Thursday Night Football, having not scored an offensive touchdown in seven quarters. Geno steps up, throws the slam. What a catch! There he goes! DK! 40, 30, 20, 10, 5! Touchdown, Seahawks! 73 yards, DK Metcalf on a perfect slant route thrown by Geno Smith. Holy catfish, what a way to start this one. Steve Rabel on (laughs) Seahawks Radio. DK Metcalf looked like he was on fast forward running the final 55 yards of that 73-yard connection on their first possession of the game. He and Geno Smith hooked up two more times. Seattle led 35-27 early fourth quarter, but didn't score again while Dallas got 14 points for a 41-35 decision, keeping them perfect at home now through six games. Pete Carroll's team, meanwhile, on a three-game skid, but... It's a hard game for anybody to lose. Uh, I love the way our guys played. Played hard and tough and creative and executed and... and, uh, battled the whole time it was a uh, fantastic effort except why, for the winning part i mean why just you got a fourth and one why isn't everyone doing tush push sneak something i just don't mm. get it you handing off that on a was running a long, back that was a long one if you don't know what you're doing on the tush push yeah I, they just show you right now i don't know that they could execute that by the way Pete Carroll, that's, that's a that's a yard though Battled, where that yellow line was. battled tough hard. They just let up 41 points. Right. And he's a defensive coach. Dude, what are you talking about? You didn't battle. Yeah, you battled it all. You manhandled every receiver, and they gave the officials no choice but to throw flags. That defense was weak last night. Can we talk about that? And that's on Pete Carroll. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know everyone loves him, but how do you let up 41 points? Yeah, but you ca- I guess you kept Dallas four for eight in the red zone. I don't know. What were they on third down? What was Dallas on third down? 90%? Uh, I think they were like close to 50%. Oh, I think I it's before, it was way like, above that. No, it was like 9 of 15, 16 or something. So, yeah, a little higher. Yeah, anyway, I, I thought they didn't really battle in my mind. You know, it's funny. They mentioned Pete Carroll last night. You know, only guy, right, to win a college football title and a Super Bowl? I think so. Right? Yeah. I think. Did that, Urban Meyer win in the NFL? Oh, no, I, no, he didn't. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> wow. 
Um, I think so we're right about that. So you at the bar maybe, but not not you know. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> winning at something. Uh, uh, but anyway, when we write the story like of Pete Carroll, is he is that going to elevate him on? Like you think about that, that's pretty amazing. College title and and, and a super. It Bowl. is. I think it should get mentioned more that he left. USC to not be in trouble. Like he escaped. Mm. Yeah, but we already mentioned that college football has no, there's no like bar on morality there. Yeah, but like, what do you. Bobby Petrino's back at Arkansas. Like, what are we talking true. about? True. I mean, he, and he might have ended up back in the NFL anyway, but the impetus for the switch was USC being as messed up as anybody. Yeah, he definitely went on a book tour right at that same time also. <laughs> but the, the funny thing is, he's, you look at it just like on paper. You have the college football championship. Then you have a Super Bowl where you destroy Peyton Manning. Yeah. I mean, blow him out. Like, that looks good in retrospect. And, he, of course, should have a second one. And should have a second one, but whose fault is that? But, we'll never know. Wait, what's your point about Pete Carroll? Just that, are we going to, should he be elevated in our mind in terms of, like, is he slammed on Hall of Fame? Yeah, oh, yeah, I think yeah, he's a right. Hall of Famer. But, like, but, well, we, actually, we talk yeah, about the I best coaches right now. Do we talk about Pete Carroll? Well, I was actually, it's funny, I, I've been thinking. Is, is this, he on the hot seat? Is this it for Pete Carroll? Because they're 6-6 six six now, but they have San Francisco next week who they don't look like they're in the same league with. And then Philly, if they basically lose out, what are you doing in Seattle? Is there any future here? Dad, I, what do you do with Geno? I mean, you've got I, a couple Gino big decisions. Geno looks good, but I was wondering, at a certain point, when do you tear the Band-Aid and rebuild there? And by Would the you, way, uh, Kevin uh, from Erie PA called to remind us, Barry Switzer and Jimmy Johnson. Oh, yes, yes. Two yes. obvious ones, okay. Cowboys guys, too. Uh, obviously, because you're, uh, you're a fan of the U, EJ. Well, yeah. no, we I, was, no I, was, I was not throwing my Wait, U up just because we talked about the Cowboys today. But, but yeah, how we my, think of Jimmy Johnson, maybe not Barry Switzer so much on the NFL level because the roster was basically just ready to go. But for Jimmy, I mean, we hold him in very high esteem. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think Pete Carroll is quite Jimmy Johnson. I, if I was going to rank them, I'd say Jimmy's considered the genius. But I think Pete Carroll's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I, coaches are weird because yeah, some coaches. Some Parcells came back after. Well, one-time Super Bowl winners don't always get in. Who has not gotten in? Uh, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, two times Super Bowl winners have not gotten in. Yeah, Shanahan's not in yet. Yeah. Um, but he probably will get in. Tom yeah. Coughlin's not in, but I don't know if he's if he's eligible to be. Holmgren's not. Yeah, in. you know what? You're right. If Tom Coughlin. Uh, a guy like that's not a slam dunk, then why would Pete Carroll be? But Carroll's been around a long time. I mean, he had two stops where he was ha- awful. He was awful with this team I'm wearing, the Patriots. Yeah. He was, was he awful? awful? With, he wasn't awful, awful. Uh, Patriots fans think he was awful. Well, comparatively <laughs> to took, Parcells I mean, and he, Belichick. Yeah, he took pa- Bill Parcells' roster, and they essentially went into, I don't say the tank, but they, they struggled. I mean, they thought Drew Blessel was going to take them to they, – well, he did take them to Super Bowl. Not yeah. even Yeah, and, and he took that Green roster. Bay. Yeah, he took that roster, and then – um, a couple years later, now Bill Belichick's rebuilding. I'm like, you know, he never had a losing season in New England. He he was okay. I'm just saying that's not going to kill. Yeah, it was team. more of just like the expectations for a team again that was a Super Bowl contender. They didn't meet those while he was there. And the Jet thing was a was a one and done. That is a forgotten. Mess. That is a forgotten <laughs> moment amongst many forgotten moments with the Jets. Yes. Uh, the Detroit Pistons lost again last night. Remaining the only thing in the NBA worse than EJ's Boston accent. The 118-1. Wicked smart. Well, final at MSG means a 16-game losing streak. Jalen Brunston scored 42 for the Knicks. And this sounds like a show bet. The winner of the Pop-Tarts Bowl has to eat the edible mascot. Uh, yes, there is a Pop-Tarts Bowl. It's the first of its kind. It's on December 28th in Orlando. No, we don't know who's in it yet, but whomever is and whoever wins 
they get to eat a mega-sized Pop-Tart <laughs> of a flavor to be named. Yes, finally. Edible mascot. I mean, better than the Duke's Mayo Bowl and probably even better than the cheese its Bowl. Definitely. Right? Pop-Tarts is very underrated. I think yeah. that people think you can't eat Pop-Tarts past a certain age. Yeah, and if you're if you're not high, and, yeah. right. and you know they're probably right about that. But yeah. what if you have face paint <laughs> yes. at seven in the morning, but, like I or do right now? Wig. Yeah, but it is such they are still so delicious. I mean, that is bad for you. It's a, yeah. it's, it's not a, it's not a healthy thing to eat. But damn, does a pop tart taste good? Mm-hmm. Cinnamon sugar, the brown sugar one, I yeah. think is my favorite. But like a group effort. Almost like, you know, like hyenas in the jungle at the carcass yeah. of like a <laughs> yes. water buffalo. A bunch of football players eating the one big Pop-Tart seems a little bizarre. Bring a little on. gross. A little oh, bit. Oh, I yeah. love it. I'm going to watch this bowl game just for this. What is The, the marketing's top, working. What is the top Pop-Tart flavor? To me, it's very clearly Frosted Strawberry. Frosted Strawberry is very good. I like the cinnamon sugar a Correct. little better. I'm Maggie's a chocolate right. on chocolate guy. Oh, you guys don't like chocolate one. on it's, chocolate with a glass of milk? Oh, the Hello. Of, the too much. Fake. Yeah. yeah. What? The chocolate oh. isn't real. Like, the chocolate inside isn't... It's the, not, neither is your you know strawberry. You know what else is good? Oh. <laughs> hate to break it to you. <laughs> the wild berry is also good, frosted, because you pro- it, it's basically strawberry with different dye. What, yeah. is the cho- <laughs> what do you mean the chocolate's not real? I don't actually... It tastes fake to me. Like, E.L. Fudge's oh, chocolate no. tastes fake. I haven't had one in a long time, but that was my favorite. This will. This is. You think other things will give you a heart attack, like having a tomahawk steak every night? It's the. It's secretly the pop tarts that will do it to you. <laughs> By the way, this is a better food gimmick than the Duke's Mayo Bowl. At least eating a big pop tart's better than dipping weird things in mayonnaise. Cosine. But by the way, when I was in middle school, Pop Tarts was basically my lunch every day because oh, yeah. it was either eating the radioactive New York City public school lunch that they were giving <laughs> out or the Pop Tarts that you could buy for fifty cents and get out and play basketball every day. So uh, Pop Tarts, pretty much what I ate every day, and then That's... I lied to my parents saying, "Oh yeah, I had a great lunch." Yeah, the, the beef stroganoff. That's the <laughs> real origin story uh, of Spider Man. It's oh, not yeah. that he got bit by a spider in New York. It's <laughs> that he ate a New York City public school lunch and all of a sudden got weird powers. The I mean, Salisbury steak got him? I mean, almost every movie there's a scene with him in the lunchroom showing off these powers for the first time. So you may be on something there. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. Bogues, you good? I'm good. Very good. I'm glad that we got that Pop-Tart story in. If you want to watch the show, YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. We're paying off a bet today, so we are all dressed up as each other's sort of fans. I'm an Eagles fan. Perloff is a Bills fan. EJ got roped into this by our boss. He's a Patriots fan today, and we got a Patriots fan on the line. We're going to hold that for a moment because EJ needs help with his Boston accent. And our next guest is going to help them. 855-212-4CBS. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Very fitting. Ryan on top of things today because Boston's more than a feeling. We're all dressed up ridiculously today. Perloff is a Bills fan, face painted in my Bills stuff. Zubaz, the t-shirts, everything. I'm in a Jalen Hurts jersey, face painted, Eagles flat brim. Because we lost a bet to each other. I tried to get out of the bet. Our boss said we both have to pay it off. EJ just caught the total short end of the stick. He had nothing to do with the bet. But by being <laughs> virtue of being the executive producer of the show and not holding my feet to the fire, apparently, our boss, Spike Eskin, said that EJ had to dress up and had to wear Patriot stuff because he's a Jets fan. And weirdly, he's the most miserable yeah. one of the bunch today. He looks like a sad clown. Why do you have this frown on your face permanent here? Just It's just a jersey. It doesn't change who you are as a person. No, every time... I even take a glance down at this jersey. I think about every Tom Brady fourth quarter drive against the Jets. I think about every time Bill Belichick murdered Ron Indianapolis. Yeah. I, I, I think about, about every, I think about Roger Robert Kraft holding up that Vincent Lombardi trophy, knowing <laughs> that the only highlight my franchise has is Joe Namath in almost grainy black and white throwing up the number one walking off the field in Orange Bowl. That is why I have this frown. Yeah, I I I get it. I mean, you should be miserable today, and you're looking all, the part. I think about all my friends and quote-unquote friends in middle school and high school who suddenly were like, oh, I'm a Patriots fan, <laughs> even though I live in Queens. <laughs> well, the number one Patriots fan and our number one Boston correspondent, Sully, is on the line. Good morning, <laughs> Sully. How you doing? Aggie, how the hell are you? You guys <laughs> look absolutely spectacular, and I'm so excited that I got up early and got to witness this on television. Because if I would have seen this after, I would have been so bummed out oh. missing. I mean, McLovin, I get it. The wig was hot, but, I mean, hot as in temperature. <laughs> you looked amazing yeah. in that wig, buddy. That should be a new Twitter profile photo. Okay, I, I will do that. And Twitter. I want to point out, this is a Jalen Hurts jersey that you kindly sent to the studio. We still don't... And what's the backstory on that jersey? It just showed up at your house one day, and you're still not quite sure why. No idea how I got that jersey. I literally was, I don't know if, if our buddy Nate Thompson sent yeah. it to me just to get me going. I have no idea how that jersey showed up. Really You're the don't. kind of person who has random, very nice NFL jerseys show up at your house. And why are you awake? You're on West Coast time. I know, Sully. Go to sleep, you madman. But here's the thing. So EJ, <laughs> because he's wearing the Matthew Slater jersey and he's got the weird, sad clown Patriots makeup on today, He's trying to do a Boston accent. Now, Sully, this is just the way you talk, but is there <laughs> any tips and pointers you can give to EJ? How do you get this better accent? Because he's terrible at it. Well, first thing, EJ might be my new favorite executive producer. <laughs> I mean, the the look that he's got rocking the Patriots game jersey, whether it's Zach's or not, EJ, you instantly get better looking when you put a pass. <laughs> the Tom so Brady know. effect. Just so you know, EJ, come on the good side. You're a Jets fan. 
I feel your pain this season. I understand. It's going to be okay, buddy. Hey, this season, yeah, Sully. This season, his life. This life. This, 20, <laughs> this 32 years. <laughs> buddy, come on over. All right, so a tip on how to speak with a Boston accent, EJ? Just okay. be very lazy when you talk. Just just drop every eye. Uh, just be lazy. That's how it works. You know, you look wicked smart in that jersey. <laughs> so just go with that. You you wicked good looking dude. Like there's so many there's also words I can't say on television. Yeah, Maggie that's my territory. That <laughs> and I also agree with EJ. Frosted strawberry pop tots, mm. for sure, hands down the win. And little known fact, before I met the fabulous Shroopy, my diet consisted of frosted <laughs> strawberry pasta. Yes, a lot of a lot of bachelors, I think, have that same thing. So you're the best. Go to sleep, man. You're no, no, you're I amazing. I have some questions for you. I have some questions. Don't hang up on me yet. Okay. Okay. I haven't talked to you guys in forever because of this new. Sh- I miss I yeah. miss my afternoon Maggie and McLovin time. I know. I know. We're, we're morning people now. What are the odds you wear big face paint going home in the subway? Oh, that's a great question. I have a I have a parent teacher conference later today. Should <laughs> I just keep this uh, <laughs> the Eagles face paint oh, walk in? Sure. Like, let's talk about my kids' in. goals. But for the truth is, though, Sully, everybody kind of likes the Bills a little bit. So I don't think anyone would have a problem if I was wearing Bills face paint. You know, I was all on the Bills, the wagon, the bandwagon yeah, yeah, yeah. wagon. Mm-hmm. But they're just Maggie. I'm I'm getting worried for you. I think the window shut. I, Never yeah. mind closing. I think the window shut. I hate to say it. I'm hanging up on you, Sully. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Believe me, I know. I'm getting your text messages. <laughs> I'm receiving them. And, and this will be the first year that me and the fabulous Schmoopy don't go to the Pac-12 championship here in Vegas. Yeah, because you know, no Utah. Oh, no Utah. But if we, I was team. out. I showed you the picture of our friend that I was out with earlier. Well, yeah. earlier last night, and there were Oregon and uh, Washington fans all over Resorts World. Oh, cool! That is going to be a really, really fun atmosphere. Yeah. Do we want to say, Sully? Do you want to say who you're hanging with, or you got to keep it anonymous? No, I don't care. You guys can say who it was. It was because of you guys that I met him. Yeah, Sully has become best friends with Pac-Man Jones. Awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. You guys are friends friends, like not, you know, media friends. You're friends. He's such a good man, and it was all because you guys had me around as your quote-unquote security for Media Week. Yeah. So when I was with Pac-Man, I also said, hey, by the way, you got to come on my friend's show this year. So when you Definitely. guys come out here, we got to get Pac-Man on there. Get him early. He's better early than late. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> uh, Sully, thank you so much for weighing in. Now go to sleep. You're the best. And we I will talk you to guys. you. I miss you guys, and congratulations on the new shift. Uh, EJ, hang in there, brother. Pat I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. That's for life. Love you too, Sully. we got a lot more to do, including more preview college football playoff games. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 